Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? Hello, welcome to Wishful Booking. On the heels of a super historic Raw, Jimmy joining us from the the Moorcraft compound. What's going on, man? I like that better. I was wondering how we would reframe it, because I think I don't like that I'm in the Wyatt compound. I want my own compound. You got it. We were on the same page. Don't ask me how I knew. I'm doing well. Awesome. doing well. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Just taking it all in. You know, I don't know if you heard, but this past Monday there was a pretty big announcement made. I didn't. I, I, I didn't get it from no, I didn't get <laughs> yeah, it from right. SmackDown. I, I didn't get it from Twitter. I didn't get it from yeah. a lot of places. Okay. No yeah. idea. Because it was kind of subtle. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I think we all, I mean, you knew what was coming. I think we talked about it last week. Yeah. It was, well, well, it was one of two possibilities, but yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it last week. Oh, we no, we didn't. It, I think until after we recorded. Right, right. Right. But I think we have but, talked um, about the possibility of that in the past, like over the course of the show. Yeah, well, the rumors started about that when the women were left off of the Greatest World Rumble part. Right. Um, kind of the elephant, the elephant wonder, in the room on Monday, if you ask me. Right, and it makes you wonder if that decision was made way before that, if it was always in the plans, if they wanted to do this for the women not getting on that card. Reset, pal! But regardless, it's amazing that it's yeah. happening. Yeah, no, it's um, great, it's great. I just, you know, it's if anything, it's overdue, and they were obviously really proud of themselves for it. They were. I don't. I mean, I give Vince credit for not like him already being in the ring. I thought that was kind of strange. I thought it was strange that he was there. Period. He didn't really seem. It was like he wanted to be there. To, to me, me, to me at least. Yeah. No. To me, it was kind of like he's like, oh, I want to get in on this too. You know, because it was kind of. I don't know. I hate to say it, but it was kind of about Stephanie, Triple H, and Vince. You know, as much if not more than it was about the women. It was, but I see, I, I understand Triple H's inclusion more than Vince, because Triple H really is the driving force of why women's wrestling is where it is right now. Right. And his speech, I thought, was very heartfelt, too. Right. So out of everything that happened, I liked what he said the most. I felt Definitely. that there was real emotion on his face. Definitely. Because um, when she's... But, you know, I, go, go ahead. On. No, I, I, I was just going to say, just, you know, as they came out and Steph, like, awkwardly hugging Vince and all of that, which is very, like, you think they would have talked about that beforehand. It was yeah. very yeah. awkward-looking. Maybe it doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would think needs to be rehearsed, but in hindsight. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, because when she says, like, you know, Goner, the 32nd main events, and uh, I forget what else specifically she cited, but it's like, yeah, who was responsible for that, though? You know, like, wh- mm-hmm. you're kind of, impl- right. you're, there's the implication that, I guess, society did that, and you guys are now stepping in to correct that wrong, but the reality is obviously a bit different. Well, of course, it's, it's one of the men in the ring, the older one who was really responsible for right, it. Right, right. Yeah, no, I see. You know. I wish they would have brought up the greatest Royal Rumble because it's the fact that they didn't, it seems like they're trying to run from it a bit, which, like, it's it's there. It existed, you know? Yeah, I also don't like during the announcement they didn't talk about the key parts of it. I mean, Stephanie did say that they'd be over 50 women, um, but it wasn't until, I think, the backstage segment with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas where Trish and Lita and Beth Phoenix were, were talked about. Or, I th- no, I feel like Stephanie mentioned them. I think Stephanie mentioned them. In fact, when she really? said, when she said fifty women, yeah, I think she said the fifty women shortly after she mentioned legends from the past. There, there's a lot to take in here because, to me, when you say fifty women, that just you know anybody who isn't already thinking of the greatest Royal Rumble, I'm thinking, oh yeah, when was the last time there was fifty people in something? Oh yeah, it was that. And then also uh, when they went backstage with Gable and Balor. Gable, I think, slipped up by saying, "Do you think any old superstars will show up?" He obviously should have said former superstars yeah 
you know, um, especially in this context. When we get off, just make sure you watch it again, because I could have sworn all Steph said was 50 superstars then, now, and forever. I didn't think she dropped specific names, personally. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was until backstage that the other names were brought up. Yeah, because um, I know Gable speculated that, you know, like I said, older superstars would show up. I don't know. I, obviously, one of us is misremembering it, but it's amidst a lot that we were trying to process at the time. Yeah, I just read online that there's rumors that Trish Stratus and Mickey James is going to happen at the show. Oh, apparently. really? Wow, one-on-one. Yeah, uh, it was from a tweet, Mickey said, but then Pro Wrestling Sheet reported on it that there was more to it than just an innocent tweet. Yeah. Um, because... And we know that they have four four confirmed matches. SmackDown Women's Championship, the Raw Women's Championship, the NXT Championship, and the Mae Young Classic Finals, which I thought was a really good idea to have that here. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So pretty much women from all, obviously, from all three rosters are going to be involved. So Mickey and um, Trish would, would be appropriate, although, I don't know, it's maybe a tag match between, like, Mickey and Sasha versus Bailey and uh, Trish, if you know where I'm going with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because of the nature of Mickey versus Trish, what it was, like, in the past. Yeah. You know, their WrestleMania Mickey, match. That context. Or Mickey and Alexa versus Trish and Lita. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could what be good. I think makes sense. That could be um, good, especially if Rousey is defending the women's the Royal Women's Championship against somebody else. Which you know yeah, is likely um, at that point. I I'm not getting my hopes up for women's tag team titles. I don't know if five of the matches on the card being titled, unless they do a tournament. But I feel like they'd have to announce that pretty. I don't know why they wouldn't announce that during this announcement. Yeah. What are we going to get like a whole another historic announcement now out of it? Well, I was thinking maybe as it gets closer to the event, you know, you you wait because this was already, or at least the way they treated it was so grandiose and so big that I feel like in hindsight there wasn't really room for, you know, an equally or even remotely as big announcement. You know what I'm saying? Like they already, that was a lot. So I feel like as it gets closer to the event, like probably after SummerSlam is when they'll reveal that and probably have like a tournament or something that builds to it, I would imagine. Yeah. Definitely. Um, also, the last thing I have to say about this was I think it's strange that they couldn't fly Charlotte in, even if she's not active or clear to compete. Yeah. I think it's very weird. Yeah. Um, I thought the way they had the superstars in front was strange. Nikki Cross was there without even debuting it. Yeah. Featured pretty prominently. Um, like, she was, you know, hard to miss. Delina Vega, too, was right in front. So I don't know if they, I mean, obviously, Delina Vega isn't even an active competitor, so I don't think it was the biggest superstars in the front, but I thought that was weird because I couldn't find Becky until, like, the end of it. Yeah. So I don't know. I always think it's interesting when they have those lineups, and I have to imagine producers are telling them where to stand. So I that that oh definitely definitely, and that was weird when you actually think about you know because Oscar was in the row behind, like she wasn't in the front. Like thinking about who was in front, it was it was you know based on the current layout, it was a little odd. Yeah, Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Selena Vega, very very random. Mickey James was in front. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a I mean, yeah. Not that she nice shouldn't be, but I mean, yeah, amidst all those others. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, just having them already on the stage, like, and the way Triple H and they were kind of talking to them like they're little kids, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're so proud of you. Like, I don't know. It, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, all told. Like the way it was presented. I'm obviously happy yeah, no, for the historic nature of the, you know, of this for the women. But like, there's, you know, there's no big thing other than the greatest Royal Rumble. There's no big thing that. I think was accomplished this year that is a thing that they can point to and say, this is how you earned it. You know what I mean? For sure. So that's, yeah, but, that's my uh, but, two cents. But, but, but if I'm, but, but again, I, I, I do want to go back to if I'm picking who articulated the importance of it best. I do think it was Triple H and I yeah. really did like what he said. I don't disagree with that. 
Except yeah. for, you know, a little bit, he was kind of talking down to them. Alexa and Carmella didn't have their championships on them. You're announcing an all-women's pay-per-view and your top two champions don't have their titles on them. I just thought it was fucking weird. Huh, yeah, that is weird. I just wanted that to is say definitely that. weird. Uh, but yeah, moving on to... The Sasha and Bailey stuff happened early on, right? I'm pulling up my notes on my phone. I don't know why I did. Um, it was... No, the tag team championships. Oh, right, 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 right. This is weird, man. What? This is weird that they won and then they, they still got attacked after the match. What's going on here? Um, well, I mean, I'm sure, considering the ending of both of these matches, were, the whole, obviously we know the story of the B-team losing, by, uh, winning, rather, by in a fluke way. But it was the second time that they... Uh, Pronouns, pal. Matt and Bray had a miscommunication. So right. I thought that one of them were going to turn on each other. So I guess it was a swerve that way that they... I guess I don't know if it was like a double turn. I don't know like what happens now. I don't know if maybe yeah. they, they're still gonna. Um, I don't think they'll have a match at SummerSlam. The card, by the way, has for me. I uh, have Brian Miz. You know what's gonna happen. Lesnar Reigns is confirmed. Strowman Owens is confirmed. Weston Rousey is confirmed. Carmella Becky is confirmed. Styles Samoa Joe is confirmed. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match is confirmed, even though we don't know who it is. Right. And I kind of think this isn't confirmed, but I have a feeling Sasha and Bailey will have a match. So that's yeah. Eight. I was thinking that too. And then Randy on... and Jeff would be nine. If yeah, or or the triple threat. Are you right. off that? But just in terms in terms of just like another match on the right, card. Right, right, right. So I don't okay. know if whatever's going on. Bray and Matt. I don't know if Bray and Matt would even fit on the card. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know what's going on. I want Bray to be single again. Yeah. Um. Same. And kind of move on from all this. Did you notice how uh, Bo Dallas called Axel his brother in the pre-match promo? And do you think there's any significance to it? I noticed that it could be significant to it, but I, I don't. I don't know if it was just done like very tongue and cheeky, you know. It's kind yeah. of sick. Yeah, I didn't know if it was just like a, um, supposed to be a coincidence or something more. After the tag team championships, oh, okay. So they announced Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre, right? And I think they fucked up by putting the graphic before the segment where it looked like Balor was just told that the match was going to happen. And then Michael Cole acted surprised that it was going to happen when they just showed the graphic before the segment happened. I, Do you know what I'm talking about? I said the same thing. Like, we already know about this. Get your shit together. <laughs> and then there uh. was the play set, but it blew up in Corbin's face because Finn likes it. What? Why? Why the fuck would he like it? He's a cute little guy. I do think that could have been a lot. I mean, I, I don't agree with that kind of humor at all, but I do kind of think it could have been worse than it was. Like, I thought Bella's reaction was kind of, uh, what's the word? Not innocent. I don't know. I, I, I just, when I saw the play set, like, I did laugh to myself personally. Um, okay. And, I, I mean, it's not, the whole little guy, big guy thing is played out, so I don't it's agree so with that. I mean, I wouldn't have done it at all, but I'm just saying that I thought it had some sort of, uh, I guess, humor to it-ish, and it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And Corbin, again, I, I really like him lately. I think he's, yeah, you know, he's grown, well, he's, he seems to have grown on according you. to, yeah. Um, Damn. Then we had Sasha and Bailey versus um, Jobbers. So you knew they were going to win. Um, well, actually, we had them beforehand. I guess they were talking with Kurt backstage, and uh, I think Bailey said, we had a really long talk over the week, and, you know, that seems to have accomplished a lot. And I just wrote, gee, thanks for letting us know. Like, you know, show don't tell. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it was an interview. I don't know if Kurt was involved in it. I think it was just an oh, interview segment. Oh, I thought, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. Well, in any case, um, and then they're they're teaming I, up and it's jobbers, so you know they're going to win, which means, you know, when is Sasha going to turn? That's what I wrote. Right. So part of me, I've been looking at this as a whole, and I first of all give them credit for doing a story that's wrong, even if it hasn't been hitting on all the notes. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but I mean, in, Sorry, real life, in real life or in wrestling, we're used to every feud being about good and evil. But we all know that the real world isn't as black and white as that. And now I'm not saying that I would have included counselors and all of this stuff 
I definitely wouldn't have, and I think it's ridiculous that Kurt Angle is recommending people moving brands, so I would have definitely changed a lot. But what I do like is that Bailey, and I think I said this last week, is that her, you know, releasing those frustrations, I mean, that's what happens with friends. I mean, they fight like that, and so their part of it, I like. Not yeah, the part that Kurt, you're right. you know, that, that Kurt did with the counseling and all that, but their reactions, I found, I don't know, not that I can relate to it personally, because I haven't gone through that with a friend, but... I think people can relate to that. Um, I yeah. like that they included the word friendship because I know that online uh, there was a lot of this talk about a same-sex storyline. I never thought it was going to be that. But I think that Bailey saying our friendship was important to the people who, for whatever reason, thought this was a same-sex storyline that it isn't. Dude, um, I, dude, no, I think that's Bailey's naivete. I still think it is. Because, I, dude, I watched well, that. Well, I watched I, that I, segment back last week a couple times. And it was clearly intended to give that impression. And also earlier in the night last week, Bailey had said, you know, I don't know if we'll ever be together again, which is a very weird way to say, even if they had been a tag team, which, you know, they never have been. That's a weird way to talk about a friendship. Hopefully, you know, it's going to be that Sasha was kind of leading her on and Bailey was being naive to it anyway. And Sasha turns. But dude, you didn't you seriously fast forward to after the match this week. They hugged. They pulled out of the hug. No part of you for no second thought. Oh, my God. Like, they're going to kiss right after this historic women's announcement. No part of you thought that? Absolutely for split, none. And for a also, split second, the way, they were, the way they were face-to-face. No, none. Not even for a little inkling. And Sasha also put a picture up online of them doing that same exact hug when Bailey uh, was her tag team partner back at Battleground, when Bailey had her, like, unofficial main roster debut. So they've been doing that for a while. It's just that now that it's such, like, a... There's such a spotlight on it for how fucked up they made the feud and for how long it's been happening. Yeah. But I think people are we're now forced to project onto the segment. Yeah. I don't disagree with you or anyone else thinking that way, but personally, even them saying us being, you know, together, they were in NXT, whether they were rivals yeah. or not. And okay. when they came in the main roster and they were tagging before this, were they official tag team? No. So I really don't. I really don't think it's that way. But I do think but, you're right that Sasha's going to turn, and I think that then it'll be better just because they now move past it, which is what friends do in real yeah. life, which is what I'm trying to say why I don't dislike right, it that much. Right. And then I think the ultimate, like the real part of the feud or rivalry would start at that point. Right. But the fact that she posted that picture means I didn't make this up for the record. So, But to recap over my suggestion of Sasha after she turns going with Mickey James to fight uh, Trish and Bailey, th- that's where that comes from. So, you know what I mean? That's what I was saying. Oh, right. Well, okay. Because it's and like, then it's, there's like a parallel, obviously. There is, although that was a much, uh, almost darker when Mickey was doing that. That was like neurotic and very uh, great. I loved it. It was great. I just think it was ahead of its time. Different. Way ahead of its time. Very, very ahead of its time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I really hope that they get a spot on the card and I hope they get 15 minutes and I'm, I'm still not fully confident it'll happen given how really there's, still, there's three weeks to go and there's a lot of matches already set. I think so. we might, we might be waiting until the Monday right before, but I think there's no chance it's not happening one-on-one at SummerSlam. No chance. No chance. On the main show? On the main show? Of course. Oh my God. Of course. At least in my world. Well, I mean, in mine, too. But I don't With 15, 15 minutes, I mean, that sounds like, you know, at least... I'd put in at least before that, but yeah, 15 minutes after entrances. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, my favorite... Uh, well, let me not say segment. My favorite promo of the night was next. It was Kevin Owens and Strowman, Jinder Mahal and all that. I thought Owens was just fucking phenomenal. Um, he Agreed. Is, he needs to be booked into a movie, like, immediately. Um, He's so good. He just the way he took it, and I believe I, I don't even want to give the writing team credit. I really believe that he thought of all this himself about his 
kid because it, it, it harkens back to the whole father prize fighter storyline that kind of started him in WWE. You know, my kids like looked up to me. I love that. He was trying to take my career away from me. His it kid suggested so that deep. he team up with Braun. I love that. So deep. So his, I mean, he was like like wiped a tear away when like Corbin came out. And he like looked away from the camera, but like the camera was still on him. Yeah. Um. It was it was great. And also, what he also should have said, and I know you would have appreciated this because I did. You know where this was going to go down is that Strowman and Owens would have been fighting for the briefcase. Uh, not until backstage, you know, before, uh, really? like maybe 10 seconds before they said it, it was obvious. Oh, 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 oh you know what? Maybe I, I had that thought when, cause Owens, you mean cause Owens made the threat and it was like, Ooh, what does that right. mean? Yeah. I did that's, have that thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Well so, then you were more, and I think, you foresaw it better than I did. And I kind of think it should be a ladder match just to make the match a little more exciting. Although now we have that added element of the whole disqualification count out thing. Right. Um, which I think is going to play I, I into think, it the way he said it. Also, and also, and this is the thing that I know you would have liked, Owen should have said, I never got a rematch for my Universal Championship. Yeah. So now that Why I not? technically beat you in the books, yep. I think if I beat the Money in the Bank winner, I should be able to fight for the briefcase. So that was the only thing I would have added to it. Yeah. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I think Owens is, is winning the briefcase, by the way. It kind of left me with that impression, too, as much as I've been uh, kind of fantasizing about Braun's music hitting after the SummerSlam main event. Now more than ever, actually. But the pot might be bigger for Owens. I know that Strowman is like a, it's like a baby face, but I don't know. In that Brooklyn crowd, whether oh. it's a SummerSlam or, or Raw. Oh, wow. I, I didn't Owens even get that far reaction. yet. I didn't even get that far yet. That's a good point. I just, you know, bronze yeah. music specifically. But yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Wow. So, so um, you think so, Kevin? Because the way that they, the way the match was made, it definitely kind of in, indicated that Owens has a pretty good chance to win. Absolutely. And I think it'll be pointless if he doesn't, almost, yeah. to be honest. Like, he's got a trick up his sleeve. He's got a plan, is what I mean. Yeah. Do I really look like a guy with a plan? Definitely. On um, the whole Jinder Mahal thing, you know, it was whatever. It was, I yes, mean, it was. an interesting yes, it was. wrinkle into it. Um, thing Not was really. great. Strowman was good in certain spots, you know. Yeah. Put the microphone up to me when I'm talking. Yeah. Um, I had a couple problems so with, it, with this was, overall. Owens was awesome. Uh, first of all, when Owens is walking out, he's walking out slowly. And Cole is saying, uh, you know, Owen's walking out slow because he was thrown off the cage by Braun Strowman, you know, eight days ago at Extreme Rules. And Coach, who clearly was waiting to say very gingerly in regards to how slow Kevin Owens was walking, actually said it after Cole said, Strowman threw Kevin Owens off the cage eight days ago at Hell in a Cell. And then Coach said very gingerly, <laughs> which I chuckled at. Kind of sums Coach up in a nutshell, if you ask me. Well, he don't know talking good like me and you. Well, the whole night there was another time where uh, was a Coach few times. said, "I never saw these. I never saw these two team up in regards to Balor and Rollins." Yep, uh, a few Michael times Cole the, the pronouns that, thing. Pronouns, pal. Michael Cole didn't know that the bell rang when Balor McIntyre started. When Kurt Angle literally said, "Ring the bell." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was a bad night. For, yeah, I mean, commentary Raw has been awful in general, but but Coach, I think, was particularly off his game Monday night. Um, yes, also in that I segment, agree. Corbin comes out and acts like he's about to punish Strowman, you know, in the wake of what Owens just said. And the follow-up is fucking <laughs> Ginger, Ginger Mahal and Singh, who you know the whole time, like, oh, this is going to end with them getting fucking annihilated by Strowman, obviously, which makes them pretty well, you pretty stupid. That that was, that was... He's got donkey dung for brains. Yeah, but, okay, I agree with you, but part of me feels like that's the... Uh... That was the ruse? That, that was the point of it. Okay. I mean, maybe maybe I'm giving them credit, but, like, I mean, no, I feel like everyone had to think that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because it fell so flat, I'm like, if it was that, then that's... 
definitely right, but I guess, and again, it could be me giving too much credit, but like when it happened, like I even like, I think chuckled a bit. I'm like, oh my God. So that we were and also Jinder Mahal's whole thing about like the Shanti and he's all calm. I think that was kind of part yeah. of the whole thing well, yeah, the they're, segment. They're clearly trying to establish this whole thing, but all it is is something that blows up in Jinder's face. Um, yeah. Former WWE champ Jinder Mahal. But moving to the backstage segment, actually, because Stephanie had to be there to say, you know what, I like that idea, let's make the match. So Kevin Owens really didn't know for sure that the gender thing wasn't going to be, because, you know, at that point, that was really his only plan. You know what I mean? It just kind of worked out for him later. He didn't, as far as we know, anyway. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I guess um, I guess confronting them with Stephanie there was, you could say, his strategy. And I know that people hate on Stephanie, but again, just her little nuances, like when Owens went to like shake and she goes, we talked about this, Kev. So yeah. I, I just love some, I just love that stuff that she does. That was good. That was yeah. good. I'll give it to her. Um, but I will say on a night where they touted, you know, Evolution, the new pay-per-view and all that stuff, Mickey versus Natty for being like two veterans was a very short match. I think it was just under five minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was not very good either. No. Um, well, I mean, so they didn't have a lot of time, of a, but yeah, that sucks. That was kind of a... Well, well that's, the, that's the kind of point I'm making. Yeah. No, 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 right, exactly. The I'm, women. I'm agreeing with. And uh, so that was at least a mistake in my eyes. The next mistake after that, unless you have anything about that match you want to talk about. No, no, you pretty much summed it up. Uh, is this... Are we going to talk about uh, Titus or Roman's backstage no, promo? No, we are going to talk about Roman's backstage promo. Then don't let me stop Okay. You. <laughs> All right, so... Um, he continues to make excuses for himself. By the way, I literally feel like Vince McMahon, like, possessed Roman in that. And, and because he knew, obviously, that Roman was going to win in the main event, that that's why he said, oh, Roman stuck down his throat, you know, deal with it. Because he's Vince's boy. Like, I, it was almost like Vince McMahon was speaking through him like it was the exorcist or something. Oh, yeah. That's exactly um, what I thought. Also, you're not the most decorated. You're a three-time champion. There are Seth Rollins is way more decorated than you are. Yeah. Kevin Owens is way more decorated than you are. Yeah. The Miz is way more decorated than you are, so that's wrong. Also, <laughs> take back the Universal Championship. Don't you have to get the Universal Championship first to take it back? I believe so. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Okay, just check him. Yeah. How the fuck would you know? So those are my gripes. Well, he's the uncrowned champion, Jimmy, you know. Because he's fought oh, Lesnar right. three times. So to take back the theoretical. Yeah, he's fought Lesnar three times. And, well, he's fought Lesnar twice, one-on-one, -on -one, I guess. And he got pinned clean once, and then he got speared out of the cage the second time. So he's the uncrowned champ, you know? Oh, my God. I, something yeah. about any of that says that he's the uncrowned champ. Fucking awful. By the way, you were so right last week. I can't believe that I thought that. I mean, Oh, no, I was, we were optimists. We're, that's what we do here. I mean, we were, but you did say that you could see Roman winning, and I said I could not. Yeah, so unfortunately, I because and you were you were right. You, there. you kind of fucking sold me on. You were right, though. We kind of ended up saying it'll be a triple threat. Don't worry, because you were right about Lashley's promo after Extreme Rules. Like, yeah, no, that he just said that. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain. I don't know. They've conditioned us to believe certain promises that are made at certain times, and that was definitely like the quintessential one of those. Absolutely, and was, also. Because the I'm whole actually, Extreme Rules match was a was an implied number one contenders match. So this is just such a strange way to fucking go about this whole thing. Sorry, go ahead. And even if it wasn't, uh, a, a, you know, I mean, I agree with you. That's what I assumed. Lashley should be pissed and say, okay, well, we both beat each other once. Or just because yep. Kurt Angle said this was the match, you know. So basically it's like, well, sorry, Lashley, the match that you won wasn't for it. But now this one is, and now you're fucked. Yep. So you get nothing. Like, yep. no, if I'm Lashley, I would be mad. And But the whole handshake and everything after that makes me think that there's not a chance that Lashley gets put back in somehow. Because I thought that even after Roman 1, I'm like, oh, no. maybe they still get Lashley in there. But no, I, I'm... Because they announced... Oh, and 
the poster came out too today. It has Brock Roman and Bliston Rousey on it. So oh, fuck. Yeah. They, yeah, because they announced the handshake after the match was to tell us that Lashley's fucking at terms with it. Because they announced Lesnar's right. going to show up and they basically said they're going to be face-to-face Roman and, and Lesnar. So, like, yeah, there's no chance of that. And and uh, what else was I just going to say? I, I, I just... Oh, last week, when Lashley and Roman won their respective triple threat matches, Kurt Angle should have said, uh, you know what, these guys already wrestled last night. We know who wins, Bobby Lashley. He's going to SummerSlam. Right. You know? Like, I, I just... But, yeah, Lashley should definitely and won't probably come out and make a case about that, which is unfortunate. I, I can't... And Roman, you know, says literally, I win, shut up and like it. Like, I just... <laughs> I love it. I don't get any of this. Any of the, I said it last week, but anybody else that they put in those triple threat matches last week would be better, more interesting SummerSlam main events. But obviously, that's not what they're concerned with, you know, prioritizing as the top, as the top I was, I was, situation. I booked that shit, pal. And the worst thing for me is that I was, like, falling asleep towards the end of it, and I literally woke up right when Roman hit the steer and got the three count. Oof. <sighs> That's a wake-up call. Yeah, that sucks, man. Also, in regards to the poster I just talked about, I feel really bad for SmackDown because they're nowhere on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's so a shame, that. too, because that's the better show, largely. Um, Bobby, largely. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about the MVP of the show. Well, I, as I said, the, the promo MVP is Owens, but the MVP superstar for me was Elias. I loved everything he did. Um, really? Have you heard his album yet? I did, and legitimately, it was at number four on iTunes chart. Dude. Which, by the way, it's three dollars. You're kidding! It, wow. Even still, it's it's no. not worth three dollars, in my opinion. I heard I heard a lot of it. Okay. It's exactly what he does on Raw, except slightly more produced. Well, it's, like, it, it's also comedy. I, I don't think anyone expects to listen to it to actually, like you know, jam out to Elias. It's a you, lot of you know, you heard, the lyrics were very comedic. Were you laughing a lot during it? I did chuckle a few times. I love Elias. Yeah, I, I really do. Elias, He's great. I, I He's great. But I had higher Elias. hopes. When they announced the album, I had higher hopes, I guess, than what we got, it seems like. Well, I didn't know it would be an EP, so I was a little disappointed in that sense. I thought it was going to be like a literal full, like 10, at least 10 track album. Oh, okay. So that's so why I, you're right. I, right, I will right. agree with you there. And that's what they advertised after all. I will agree with you there. Yeah. Um, another funny thing, or or I guess I'll ask your opinion on it before I call it. Well, I guess I thought it was funny. The Burger King commercial? Oh, I think I fast forwarded through which one. Oh, oh, oh with the uh, yeah, no, not Shin, not really. Shinsuke funny. and Charlotte. No, I I thought it was funny that they showed Shinsuke for that role. I, I I mean, I guess Burger King has to be King of Strong Style. Yeah, and Queen I guess. Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I guess I laughed more at the fact that he was doing the commercial over. That's the That's interesting. Of it. Yeah, I guess I yeah I guess I didn't really because I definitely saw it. I definitely noticed it, but I guess I didn't really. Um, Focusing Next on it. was the destruction of AOP and themselves being a formidable, destructive, silent killing tag team. Because that's out the window. Yeah. Because now they're, they're they're cracking jokes. They're forgetting their lines. Yeah. Um, even just like even, everybody, uh, just like everybody. Welcome to Raw, boys. <laughs> welcome to Raw. Even it comes haircut. His haircut makes him look even more normal. Like a fade, like no, no. Yeah. It, 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 no, and then they already beat him twice. Titus Worldwide is running them out of the ring. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. The authors of Average. The segment bombs shouldn't be talking. That's what I wrote. Dude, absolutely. And then to cap it all off with Titus holding the ring, like, just get the fuck out of here. Mojo versus Breeze. I, I just don't care. I don't know why this is happening on Raw and not on main event. Well, Mojo's kind of getting a, a quiet push. Yeah, but, like, is it a push, though? Like, what's happening? Like, what, what's actually happening? There's no, like, development. Really. He's just raking up some wins. He's been an asshole for a few months now. And something's going on with Rude, clearly. Oh, right, true. But I don't think it'll be Rude turning heel. I think it'll probably be a kickoff show or summertime, kickoff match or summertime. 
Yeah. I'm excited too. Um, now we get the Balor McIntyre in the tag team match. Yeah. Um, Balor McIntyre made me think of a great takeover main event that never happened. Yeah. Were you disappointed then? Not the match when when I saw the graphic for it. Oh. Yeah. Because they both were in NXT, obviously, at different times. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I was kind of upset when they made this a tag match. Well, I wasn't just because this is a match that could headline a pay-per-view down the line if they really wanted to and they'd build them up the right way. Right, right. He's always thinking about the big picture. I think this is going to wind up being a four-way at SummerSlam. That's what I thought, but I don't know how McIntyre would then get into it. Yeah. Well, I thought by beating Seth no, next week... No, it can't week... be a four-way at SummerSlam. It can't be a four-way. They already announced... Oh, that's another match. What? They announced Rollins and, they announced Rollins and McIntyre backstage for the... Uh, no, Rollins and Ziggler. Ziggler. For the IC title. Right. Oh, yeah. Did you not say? I thought you said that. No, I know, but, dude, it's not unprecedented to have these guys get added. McIntyre versus Rollins next week. McIntyre wins. He's got an argument to get in, so they've got Seth outnumbered. And then somehow Balor pins. I was surprised Balor didn't pin Dolph last night, but I guess they had to get Seth in the match first, which they hadn't technically done, which is what that accomplished. So that's how. You know, you still got three weeks. Like, I think, because otherwise, where are you not going to leave Balor and McIntyre off the card or have them fucking ringside? No, I totally, I, I did see the graphic for McIntyre and Rollins, and now that doesn't make a lot more sense. I yeah. thought that that was going to be a thing. And he already beat him once, so he technically already has a reason to be in the match, technically. Yeah, yeah, but this will solidif- that, no, solidify promo. it. And then, you know, Ziggler yeah. and McIntyre would kind of say, like, oh, now we have Seth outnumbered, which I, I just, I don't like the idea of leaving Balor off the card. It could just be a triple threat with that dichotomy until, obviously, you wind down to the finish, and then McIntyre wants to win it for himself. But, uh, I don't know, hopefully Balor isn't left off the card. Well, also, where's Lashley going to be on the card? I think there's going to be a lot of people left off. Yeah. I mean, he's going to... I mean... I I, I actually kind of... Yeah. Yeah, he was the final one that cut off Elias' performance, right? Dude, I did you not think... Um, I almost thought he was going to get hit with Elias' guitar and the match with Reigns was going to get, you know, put off or something. Oh, that would have been awesome. Because I thought Elias was going to... They built that all night, so it seemed like eventually he was going to snap about it, but he just never did. Oh, that would have been such a good payoff. And would have protected Bobby. Yeah. Wow. In defeat, yeah, yeah, if they went up to have the match. I would have loved that. But Wishful booking. The hell can he do? Um, (laughs) Wishful booking. And then was the next thing the match that I really don't even want to think about anymore. Oh, and then we had Morgan versus the never-ending Riot Squad Ember Moon feud where... Cole said that Liv Morgan considers herself a juvenile delinquent. Now, do you know the definition of a juvenile delinquent, Liam? Or the age range of which one becomes a juvenile delinquent? Well, I know what, I know what a juvenile is. Okay, but, but the legal age range is from 10 to 18. Right, So that's confusing right. to me. Just another fucking weird thing to say. Weird coach thing to say. And um, she was, oh, but I mean, she was, she was talked down to by her adoptive parents earlier in the night, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Okay. But you were saying? Um, uh, well, I was just going to go back to Elias real quick. His line, buy yourself two albums, one for yourself and another for the person you become after listening, is something that all artists should say when they're promoting albums. I Dude, think that was fucking brilliant. Great call. I'm so glad he said that. Yeah, I, I, my friend Matt and I, who both watched that together Monday night, we were cracking up about that. That was definitely the line of the night. Brilliant. Brilliant. Really was. Damn it, that's good shit. Really was. Um, and then the main event was next. Um, I thought the Extreme Rules match was better. It literally put me to sleep. Did you? Oh, did you not? Did you watch it back at all, Ro- dude? Roman did a Rough Rider during the match, like Zack Ryder's finisher move. Roman Reigns did that during the match on Monday. 
Well, thank you, Roman, for finally expanding your moveset into one of the worst moves in WWE. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was pretty obviously not what he was exactly going for. He was going for, I don't know, Lash, you didn't see Lashley was charging him in the corner, and he went to, to, I don't know, he went to take him out with a leg drop, but it was essentially a rough rider. I was so mad that I literally just didn't watch it back, I have to be honest. I mean, I can understand that, but yeah, if you get a chance. <laughs> it was towards the end of the match. Oh, uh... Yeah, I don't know, whatever else you have to say about this. I'm Roman rough rider and... Oh, oh, Roman kicks out of the fucking... Dude, somehow they make a big deal of this. Bobby hit his finisher first again, but Roman kicks out, has to kick out of one of his finishers, and then... I saw that. And then Roman does his one finisher, and of course that gets the pin, because, you know, Roman's stronger, and his finisher is... His spear is better and stronger. Um, did you see Bobby Lashley's actual spear, though? It was fucking sick. That That's how he fucking, like, flipped in, in the air while he did it. I, I, that's Those are the kind of spears that he does that I like. Yeah, I did think it was a lot better than the Extreme Rules Spear. And it's funny that this is the one that Roman kicks out of, because this one was more impactful than the Extreme Rules finish. So much more impactful. Yeah, it's a sh- stuff like that, it's a shame when, like, stuff, you know, when they recreate stuff and it just comes off better in the time when it's less effective, which is this is a perfect example of, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I, 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 was in sho- I was in shock when fucking Roman won. I, I really was. So Me you, too, which is so, which, which seems so awful for us to say. You sound so uneducated saying that. But. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I just, well, dude, think about how they started Raw, and then think about how they fucking ended Raw. Talk about night and day. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. I tweeted. Totally agree. I think very accurately. You know, they started the night making history, and they ended the night right back at status quo. Um, can we go on to SmackDown? So let's, I'm not as sad anymore. Let's do it. It'll wash this horrible, okay. horrible rains taste out of our mouth. Ew, that came so out weird. Owens, <laughs> so if Owens had the promo of Raw, I think Orton may have had the promo of the year. Am I being dramatic? Let me know. Personally, I think you're being dramatic, but to each his own, I okay. guess. I think it was yeah, intended. I, it was intended know. to be a big pipe bomb, but to me, it just. I mean, we can we that was like. I think it was intended for that. That's where I think I liked it. I really don't. Oh, you don't? Yeah, yeah, you cut out a little bit. You don't think it was intended for that? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it was just the one uh, thing. Um, I don't. I felt like just the way it was like, it built up. It looked like Randy Orton opening up SmackDown. It didn't feel like a selling point of the show. Everything seemed very real. His cadence was amazing. Um, and if his character is taking any direction, like he said, after 16 years, I think this is a natural step. And the only thing that I have an issue with is why Jeff Hardy is the one that he's targeting, because he didn't even really cite that he lost the title to him at that okay. is what I thought this would be about. Yeah. Kind of, dude, a lot lot of what he said, I think, applies more to Shinsuke or even AJ than it does to Jeff Hardy if he didn't say that thing about the face paint, which obviously is Jeff Hardy. See, I agree. That's why I thought for a second it was going to be Orton and AJ at SummerSlam. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which I really would have liked, and I think would even made more sense. But, I mean, the promo ultimately was... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, Jeff... There's so many young guys on the roster who this would be better to be applied to, like Andrade even, even though he's a heel. Right, um, right. Uh, God, even Daniel Bryan, who's not a new guy, but, but that would have been it would make sense. more appropriate. Yeah, definitely. Because so Jeff really Hardy is like the only guy that's been around since longer than Orton, and that was kind of, so that too makes it weird. But we knew the whole thing had been framed as why did Orton do this to Jeff? So there was obviously right, that. But I feel like it was like a, like a magnum opus of Orton's where he's at now, because a lot of this is what we've been saying, that he's been babyface and he's been boring and, you know, headlocks and this and that. So I don't know. I, I 
maybe maybe promo of the year is, is dramatic, but I just I don't know. I think Definitely. he knocked it out of the park when he re- when he really had to. And I love the ending line where he said RKO because that's literally his initials in addition to the move. So well, I like that it, it put like a personal touch on like this is who I am at this point in my career, both literally and the move that I could do to you to end your career. True, true, and not I like that, and not to undercut it, but. He actually said RK mic drop. He didn't say RKO. He said RK, and then he dropped the mic. Well, <laughs> just yes, to, just technically. I, okay, but I mean, it was all implied of what was you know happening, and I don't know. I I, I read a lot of subtext. I don't know if that's a psychology guy in me. I don't know if the writing team intended that, but I I I kind of look deeper into a lot of what he said, and I I liked it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. You're not going to like this, but I just I want to be the way that you find out. So I just I actually tweeted that Randy Orton doesn't have the chops to be an indie darling. Sorry. Oh, I, I don't disagree with you. Oh. But I do like, I mean, did he say that he did? That that was kind of his point. That's another thing that I like, that he didn't need to do that because he was he surrounded himself with legends. Yeah. His father's a legend. He was in evolution. So I don't know why. I, that's why that's almost more of a reason why I liked it. Okay. Because you're right. No, yeah. he, he can. He really can. Yeah. Obviously not. He's had... 85 surgeries and it's not a style and well just um, I, I just mean if it you know if not now necessarily just if that's how they had gone about it you know in the beginning like he like it's just it's just a different makeup that you need i guess i don't know i don't know what the fuck i'm saying different mentality too yeah yeah totally but that's also what he said is that he was in, but another thing that i like is that uh um oh fuck i think i just lost it um um, um orton indies um, oh, the learning from the better, from you know, being above the Indies and learning from the yeah, his um, father and, and Triple H and Ric and all that. Yeah, uh, I think I may have lost it. Um, 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 fuck. Yeah, I think I lost it. Orton, and Aaron RKO. Because it's useless now, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, the RKO is yeah. how he ended the match, how it's in, how he ended the promo. Oh, we also talked about being the legend killer. Was it about that at all? Um, no, but I did like that inclusion. I like how we kind of gave like a career retrospective uh, that I lost the actual point I was going to make. That's all right. Okay. I did actually, on the legend killer thing, I did part of me wish that he said like, you know, now legend killer takes on a new meaning because he's the legend and he's also a killer. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought that's where he was going to go with it. So I agree yeah. with you there. Yeah. Um, oh, minute. I got it back. It's actually, it's actually about Brock. Um, so we all have issues with Brock, and I totally get why. I understand it. But a lot of what Orton said applies to Brock, and I almost feel like Heyman should have included some of that stuff to back up why Brock is allowed and gets away with not being around as much and that, no, he didn't pay his dues, but he was the full-time superstar in 02, and he beat Hogan and Flair, and he kind of been there, and, and there's no one on the roster that can touch him. Basic Brockonomics. And I wish that Heyman kind of says that sometimes. It doesn't justify why Lesnar's not a defending champion and showing up in another promotion. But I do think that, you know, him and Orton kind of grew up in that same era, and a lot of that could apply to Lesnar. Yeah. That was the point I wanted to make. Yeah. No, definitely. On the note of Lesnar, they actually, they also announced him for the night after SummerSlam Raw, right? Yes, they did. What's up with that? Well, what I texted you, and I'll say it here, um, I think that Lesnar will retain at SummerSlam and get cashed in on, on that Raw. And I think that is why he'll be there. I can't imagine him being there to lose and not get a rematch. We know for a fact that a UFC match is happening in 2019. Um, they'll think it's a swerve, but I just can't see any reason. 
And I was telling you it's possible that they take them off, but that Raw after SummerSlam and Mania is pretty important. And although they sell out early, and no one is going to be mad that he's not there, I feel like there has to be a reason. And yeah. I think that that's, that's my personal opinion. That's what I think is going to happen. I think that whoever has the briefcase is going to cash in on him at the Raw after Brooklyn. And he won't care about getting a rematch. And that's okay. how I'll write them off. So to plug that into what we have already kind of, I think, established, is that can you see that happening? I feel like that lends a lot better to Braun Strowman than it does to Kevin Owens, is what I'm getting at. Um, unless Lesnar decides, because it's his last Raw for a while, to work a match that night, and then Owens catches in early, early on. They actually have a match on Raw, which is not likely, but that's how you get Owens to catch in. Yeah, I, I love what we what, what we thought of earlier. You have Kevin Owens cash in at SummerSlam, which would be, I think, more likely on Reigns than it would be on Lesnar to set up the future if, if Lesnar's, in fact, leaving after that. Right, and then it would make Lesnar's appearance for that Raw. I almost wish Lesnar wasn't appearing on Raw because that kind of puts a damper in the thing. Yeah. I understand possible, but I, I know that it's not definite, but something about me just feels like they just, I don't know, I don't feel like they would announce it. Yeah. The dates are set in stone. Like, the date that he's there, if they announced it, they know for a fact that they got him for it. Yeah. So with his schedule, particularly, at least. So, yeah. I don't know. But it is intriguing, at least, somehow, yeah. I guess. Because I actually wishful booked, according to something you said last week, I wishful booked before Raw this week that Brock would show up during the Reigns versus Lashley match on Raw and interfere and attack both of them. And then that next week on Raw... Early in the night, you have Strowman declare that he's not going to be like Lesnar. He's not going to show up and attack people from behind. He's going to give the champion notice. And then you have Heyman do something later on with Angle, where Angle says, you know, I've got your client for two more nights, SummerSlam and the Raw after. And then Heyman corrects him that Brock fulfilled his final Raw obligation when he showed up to attack Reigns and Lashley the prior week. So he's actually only got SummerSlam. And then, you know, you have Braun Cash in anyway. You do the thing. I think I said it last week on the show where... Uh, Brock beats Reigns and Lashley in a triple threat, goes to leave, and then Braun cashes in because that's the last chance, and then you have Reigns and Lashley block him from leaving so Braun can beat him for the title. I like that, yeah, definitely. And that's, I mean, that's, anything to get the title off Lesnar. Well, that's, yeah, you create the scenario where everybody Reigns. knows this is the last chance, and if you have Brock beat Reigns and Lashley, then it's like, fuck, the Universal title's leaving. Because Braun said he's not going to do it. But then, you know, the next night on Raw, Braun can say, well, obviously I had to do it. My hand was forced. Maybe you even have Reigns and Lashley hold hold Braun up on his shoulders as SummerSlam goes off the air. Although I know that might be asking a lot of Vince. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else you want to say about that? Um, no, we can get into Rusev versus Andrade, which cool. I really like what they're doing here. Um, yeah, yeah, with the backstage thing, so into, the backstage into the match. Thing, I like, I like that. I like that Lana has finally, I think, chosen an accent. Huh. So that's a, that's a positive, and I, I also think that her promo work was decent. Yeah, for once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zelina Vega is just fucking amazing. Totally. Um, do you think this is leading to a mixed tag match, or do you think this is done strictly to get? drama with Rusev and Aiden, then it's going to be Rusev and Aiden. Um, Andrade, I feel like, could be a pawn in this, which is the only thing I would give it a down for. Yeah. Andrade won, but he was Rusev was very protected. Um, yeah, but whatever. He got a win after last week, after he got beat by AJ. He got a win over the last number one contender, so that's not nothing. Yeah. No, it isn't nothing, but just the way I think that Andrade beating Rusev clean wouldn't be weird, personally. Right, right. Um, and I but, think this is more about English and Rusev, to answer your question. Yeah, that's how I feel. I hope Andrade gets a spot on the card, though. 
Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of taking for granted that that needs to happen. But he's been featured prominently these last few weeks ever since he's become a, finally a mainstay on SmackDown. So hopefully that's, you know, that's not asking too much. I don't think that's asking too much. He's, he's one of the main guys on SmackDown right now. Yes, definitely. Um, Damn, we got to put a rocket ship under this kid. That's all I have to say about that, though. Yeah. And then they had Joe and Truth. Was, was that next? Yes, Joe and Truth was next. Um, Truth, well, I mean, Truth looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, granted, right. he, that's 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 the kind of style that he has. But I mean, I, I give him credit for still moving my dad at that age. Oh, definitely, definitely. I don't want to, you know, undercut him. Do you think they're going to make Dillinger and Truth into a tag team called the Perfect Truth? Uh phew. hopefully not, but very likely. Statistically that's exactly speaking, exactly how I feel. Yeah. Exactly how I feel. I feel like the marketing is just too good for them to pass up. And then you can have our truth rap over an otherwise pretty catchy song. I want to say you're giving them credit to think they won't do that, but then again, like otherwise, this is headed nowhere. So <laughs> maybe that is well, yeah, and, maybe uh, that is the wishful booking. That shitty tag team. Also, I don't recall our truth getting moved in the superstar shakeup. Oh no, he, he did. Like a pe- oh, we did. Yeah, remember they had the thing. That's oh. where they established his relationship with Ty when they had the thing with New Day backstage. Oh, okay. I think we talked about it on the show at the time. Because remember, Truth right. was like, uh, you know, uh, welcome to Raw, guys, or something like that. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Joe won fairly quickly. He looked good. Um, this obviously was a misdirect for something else that happened later on in the night. Right, right. Um, after this, then really quickly, was another squash match Oscar versus Billy. Um, I think that there should have been, I don't know if it's weird to, for Oscar to go back to jobbers at this point, but I think that's kind of what she needs. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that we should be sacrificing an act like Billy and Peyton, although at this point I think it's fairly academic that that's how Vince views them, which is sad. Yeah, unfortunately, um, at least until we get closer to that big Australia show. And he has a, an, yeah, a, a well, realization. God damn, they're baby faces. Even that, I'm not too confident that they'll even be on it. God forgive me. Oh no! You're, mean, no no no! I mean, you got a you little faith. I mean, I think they'll be like in a backstage segment, but I'm not confident they'll get them on the card. At but, the I very mean, least, the they'll be involved in an in-ring talk segment. At the very least, okay. You got to think they had guys in Saudi Arabia that literally had just passed their tryout, literally in the Rumble match. Fair enough. Um, Oscar, I think, is definitely left off the SummerSlam card. Looks like it. It's hard to argue. Um, Sad but true. I mean, and then, I don't know, her promo. Everybody's just so happy about the first ever women's pay-per-view. Like, it's not long overdue in 2018. I know. Well, I mean, I guess someone could argue that's why they're happy, but I do agree that it's very forced. Right, but you're you're the reason. You can't be both the the solution to and the cause of a problem. You know, you, you like... Maurice is the reason, to correct you. What? You didn't see when Maurice, Maurice said that in her promo on SmackDown that they, in, in the main event segment. She said, I'm the reason for the women's evolution, essentially. Oh, well, I it yeah. Was funny. I mean, yeah, that's not the... She's not the first person to make that claim. Well, no, but it's obviously funny for her of all people to make it. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Damn. Then we had the big old contract signing, so I will say that I was hoping this would be in the main event segment, and I really thought that Mysterio was going to come back. I don't know why. Wow. Um, just because I, there was I, nobody I, I, besides Joe that stood out, and Joe right. had, wrestle, had wrestled earlier in the night, so you, we kind of wrote him off. Right. Randy's tied up, Ms. Bryan are tied up, Shinsuke has the U.S. title, literally everyone. And then, right, Joe was there. 
although I did think it was still possible for Orton to do it if Jeff Hardy is really going to be gone for a while, which I think he is, and Orton kind of implied that, although now we know that it's not going to be Orton for the world title. But I do think that Orton would have been good. Um, yeah, he could have he could have I mean, been, him, but but Joe is... Him and AJ only had one match, and Orton won it. Don't forget. Oh, I haven't. I mean... Yeah, so there's also... like <laughs> that, there, there's, also kind of a, there, there's also a story there. So, uh, not that... I mean, I'm happy... So, all right, this segment happened. They somehow integrate James Ellsworth, which I understand, because he yeah. beat him. And then I, then I thought it was going to be Ambrose, because that's when Dean, when Dean and AJ were feuding, that's when Ellsworth was right. in that thing. I was just so like, like, oh, maybe, maybe Dean's going to return. Yeah, that, that was, that was well, no, that didn't happen. I, my jaw was just on the floor this whole time. Like, what the fuck? This is why they're not telling us who the fucking contender is right now, because of fucking Ellsworth. And then, I don't know, this whole this whole thing was just so awkward, and it culminates with him getting fired, which just makes me ask the question, what? What the fuck happened? If he can, if she can just fire him, then why would he, it was so weird that he came out and, and was talking like that in the first place, and if she can just fire him as a result, then that just makes it a thousand times weirder that he would do it, no? No, uh, no, you're right. Like I, why I don't know why why was there why did he feel like this sense of job security that clearly didn't exist is he just that stupid I, I don't get it did he really think that he was gonna um, talk the, talk her into giving him contendership of all people like I you know in kayfabe obviously yeah um I love Paige I love everything she said I think it's weird that they have Ellsworth be this like really sexist character I mean I understand he got his comeuppance but it's still kind of awkward in this day of women wrestling well that's why yeah that, like, I think that's ultimately why they did it. Like yeah, why they why I mean, they had him made, get fired and be there because he has been that, right? Um, in fact, but this also what I said last week, and I said it I think before at least to you, not on the show, is that I as much as I love Becky Lynch, I just think that this would have been perfect for Oscar. I think that you could have given Oscar one last chance, and although it's still ridiculous to think that Oscar can't be Carmella because Ellsworth is in the picture, that's still a problem. But this yeah. could have set up. Because that's exactly what this is doing. Becky and Carmella had their match. You knew that Becky was going to win because Ellsworth was gone. Yep. I think there's a chance that Ellsworth somehow gets reintegrated at SummerSlam and Becky doesn't win. Yeah. But I think that's unlikely. But wow. just the fact that if, if, if they needed to really... If Vince McMahon has this boner for Carmella, which she's beautiful. I think she's one of the least um, talented in-ring wrestlers, which totally. is why I struggle with her as champion. Um, if they really needed to protect whoever that's is against her... That's kind of ironic, her, but go ahead. I, I just think it would have been awesome to do it. Yeah. And I'll still say it. And, um, no, I, and, I, I, I agree. I'm glad for Becky and all. And I think Becky will most likely win the championship. And I think maybe we get Oscar and Becky at the evolution pay-per-view. If I could guess. Yeah. That's what it should um, be. Which should be cool. But, um, if not Charlotte I mean, or a three-way. Right. That, that would all be great. Cause we need Carmella out of the picture. Um, <gasps> also, if you remember Carmella, one thing I have to say about evolution is that Carmella said in her promos, I'm better than Trish. I'm better than Lita. He's been saying that before the announcement of his pay-per-view. So yeah. people online are speculating that maybe Carmella versus like Trish Stratus and Evolution. Maybe. Which would be, which would be or interesting. Lita. Or have her in, or something. Yeah. Although, I don't know. Lita, I, she has to be in a, either a tag team match or a commentating position. She didn't look that great at Royal Rumble. Right. I just meant because so, of what we already, what we said earlier. No, I, I agree with you there. But in terms of me thinking out loud of who can actually come back and have matches, I think Trish can have like an eight minute match, no problem. I really don't think Lita can. Yeah, uh, dude. Personally, dude, is there a chance that Charlotte comes back and goes to Raw to challenge Ronda for the Raw Women's Title at, is, a, at Evolution? Because that would be the obvious main event. 
that's what what culture thinks is going to happen. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't hear that. I just thought of it while we were saying what we just were talking. In the no, I, I, I believe you. It's, it's ironic, though. Um, yeah, what culture actually put an article, eight matches that must, it's always must, must happen. Yeah. Um, so intense. And that was uh, Ronda versus Charlotte was the main event. Um, it was uh, the iconic versus Natty and Beth Phoenix for the tag team championship. Huh. Which I think is random, but I guess they did say Beth Phoenix would be there, so I guess Maddie and Beth Phoenix are a thing. Well, they used be. to they used to be aligned a long time ago in a parallel universe. They used to be a thing. Also, Natty eliminated from the Rumble, so I guess that would be a weird thing. Now that I'm thinking about it out loud. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of. They had Carmella versus they had Carmella versus Trish, Alexa Bliss versus Lita, but I don't agree with it. No, I think you save Charlotte and Ronda for the main event of WrestleMania. Well, they want this to be a really big show, and arguably, this has to be. This should be a really good show. I mean, just for the, for the women's sake, of nothing I, more. I think it will be. Still, I really think it will be. I, listen, this show There's may no be way the to... show where they do the, the, the horsewoman thing. I was thinking about that too. What if the they do Ronda versus Charlotte at this show to set up for the horsewomen at WrestleMania? See, I feel like it should, it should be backwards. I feel like the, the, the tag match should be a teaser for the singles match. Yeah. Personally, that's just how I feel. I, yeah. I, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that they may pull to, the trigger. I'm not saying I wouldn't like it. I just, I, I actually want to go. I just see a much more direct. Yeah, I just see a much more direct path to the singles match first than the than the four on four. I mean, I guess I don't. I but I but I uh, I don't know. I just think Ronda and Charlotte is like the money match of the women's division. I don't think it should be rushed within three months. Just yeah. because they have a pay per view of all women. That's just, that's that, that's my stance on it personally. Okay. If it'll happen, I won't be upset. Um, obviously, but I don't know. I think it's WrestleMania worthy, and they also want to talk about history. That's that's the next step after this. Now is main eventing WrestleMania, and that yeah. is a legitimate. I don't know of any other women's match that would main event WrestleMania besides Charlotte and Ronda. And I would have said Oscar and Ronda, but not with how Oscar's been booked lately. So unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that's true. I haven't, you know, I haven't put a lot of thought into it. Again, I just came up with it. I mean, well, no, I mean, well, I didn't I, come I up. Obviously, it's you're a, not wrong. Something I've thought about before. What, 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 yeah, and other people are thinking what you think. I don't think it's a crazy thought whatsoever. I just, Thank myself, I, I don't want it to be rushed. Thank you, Doctor. You're welcome. <laughs> and then we had New Day versus Sanity. Um, yeah. I didn't think this would be a first-round match. I also I hate tournaments that have four teams and then more four people in them. It's not a tournament. Really. No. Well, in um, fairness, they never called it a tournament. Yes, they did on WWE.com. Well, first of all, they did because on the graphic it showed that. But on WWE.com, they said Paige announces the tournament to crown the number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Really? It seemed to me like 100%. they specifically avoided the word tournament when she, because I watched her announcement of it, and she definitely never called it a tournament. She said something, uh, well, she said a tag SmackDown, team championship challenge or some shit. Well, they used tournament online, so if they didn't yesterday, then that's all right, but they definitely said yeah. For some reason, they shy the... away from the word tournament, I feel like, lately. Well, maybe they should when you have four people in it. Maybe they agree, or four teams. They yeah. probably should. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I also don't, I mean... Oh, the bar. So is it, it, it going to be the bar and the bludgeons? Uh, Cesaro was Seamus last night. Oh, my God. Cesaro was Seamus last night. Um, Sounded no, the same. was not Seamus last night. Cesaro, <laughs> oh, my God. Cesaro <laughs> was injured last night in the dark match. What? It was the bar and Shinsuke Nakamura versus, uh, I don't know who they fought, but allegedly, well, not allegedly. Cesaro was getting carried out by Sheamus and Shinsuke, and people in the audience said it looked serious. Fuck. Yeah, I haven't heard anything online yet, so I don't know if it's that serious, but it could affect at least next week's plans. Dude, this tag team scene on SmackDown is kind of cursed right now. 
it's cursed and it's and it has the best tag team division I think in years too, talent wise. Yeah, the Irish curse. Um, we don't even have Gallows and Anderson in this. Yeah, um, no, they. Well, I mean, they. In fairness, they did just have a shot at the titles, multiple shots actually. I um I thought it would just be Bludgeon New Day and I thought it would be Bludgeon and, and uh I thought it would be New Day and Sanity in the finals with no winner leading to a triple threat at SummerSlam. Yeah. But now I you know New Day beat Sanity, which is yep. a shame. Yeah, it is. Um, so and, I, so Sanity, yeah. I mean, I think they'll still so do think, New Day versus Sanity at SummerSlam. New Day will lose the finals, right? Or even Sanity will cost them maybe. I don't know if there's room. Maybe on the kickoff again. Maybe not on oh, the main card. Fuck that. And not on the main card. I don't um, like. I don't like that. So I would say that Cesaro and Sheamus were going to win, but now I don't know how serious his injury thing is. So I guess yeah. we have to wait and see. Wait till next week and see. Um, so in the main event of SmackDown Live, did they get you with the baby? They fake you out. Um. So I also fell asleep during this, not because it put me to sleep. I was just came home from a concert and I was pretty drunk while watching it. So when yeah. I woke up, I literally woke up with him throwing the baby. And I was like, oh, wow, that's clever, that. And then I watched it back, and it was hard for me not to see it because I, I knew what happened already. Right. Does that make sense? No, of course. Um, I think Miz was really good at acting that, you know, that it was there. But when, as soon as he said he's sleeping, I think if I was watching it live, Dude. I would have kind of got that impression. Uh, you took the words right out of my she's mouth. Sleeping. As soon as soon, she's yeah, sleeping. I was like, because as soon as he said that, you're like, Oh, it seems convenient that we can't see her at all, but I guess, you know, because obviously that's not, that was scripted, he was scripted to say that. Like, even if it was a real baby, like, we have no idea of confirming that, you know, what he's saying is true or not, but I definitely took it one step further and thought, was this, is that is that a fake baby? Also, I don't know if they have, prop like, baby? in real life, is, is it believable to think that he would carry a baby in that thing, like, in a wrestling ring? God forbid he fell, tripped, slipped. So there's that. Well, yeah, that's what, when Daniel Bryan is coming out, I mean... That, too, kind of makes it a little, like, huh. Like, you know, because well, Daniel Bryan... Daniel feel stupid. Yeah. And I kind of wish that Miz had said... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get to the video package. I kind of wish that Miz had said, because he was so close, he said uh, Monroe Sky has accomplished more in her short life than Daniel Bryan has in his return or whatever. What he obviously should have said than Daniel Bryan has in his short body. Jimmy? I said in his short body. Um... Really? I thought we'd have a short joke. <laughs> I mean, you know, exceptions can be made. If they if they weren't doing it with Balor and Corbin, and they use that, just because that is something that, you know, the kid, Brian's first feud back was about Cass, so that is something that arguably could be seen as a sore subject for Brian that I could see Miz attacking. And just because he, because I thought it would be a clever line, more in her short life than you have in your short body. Um, and especially with the line. video, since Dana Bryan was going to get him in such a big way with the video, I think it would have been a little bit better if Miz got in a, a, a nice solid jab before the video which I don't think he did see I think he did because I, I think that's a criticism of Daniels that his return has kind of been not as big as he thought it would be and he really hasn't accomplished much so I, I like that line personally and I think the, the audience got a good reaction out of it too so okay. that's me though yeah. um, um, but what did you think of the video I mean, package I mean I, you know that was pretty fucking great uh, it was great. I mean, it, it's been done before, though, in other segments, like in wrestling. So it wasn't, I mean, I don't know. Miz literally I, I, just did it with Kane and Brian, like, right before in the go-home to Extreme Rules. Right. So it was kind of pur- just, purposely right. done like that. It was like, you know, taste your own medicine. Right, but even before that, it's been done before. So oh, of course, it, it, I of course, it. It was of good. course. Um, 
I didn't dislike it. Uh, people online really didn't like the segment. They thought it was a step down. I didn't think it was a step down. I thought it was um, a pretty solid way to end the show and to lead into the to you know the stupid fucking reality show. Yeah, did you watch it? Uh, I saw part of it. I mean, I mean, I had to stop watching around the time, like which you know I knew for weeks coming. Miz shows his dick in the first episode of his reality show, and it's like <laughs> I just knew that. They weren't going to do enough to justify why he would just walk in naked. Like, they were on the phone, then he arrives at the place, and I'm like, all right. He goes in, doesn't see them, changes, comes out naked, maybe. But he sees them in real life and doesn't fucking say, like, I'm going to go get naked now. Like, get the fuck out of here. That's not realistic. Yeah, but to be fair, when he was in when he was in the bathroom, he called for Maurice, and you heard Maurice talking and getting sprayed or whatever. So he did at least try and ask the question while he was in the bathroom. So... Does just right when he got to Miz in his underwear. So to, he to, when he got it, when he got in his underwear, to me it would be like, all right, to be safe, I would. Th- you know, if you're supposed to be nude and you walk out in your underwear, they're not going to laugh at you. So that seemed like the obvious play to me. But I guess I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. I did think Maurice genuinely was hysterically laughing though, and that kind of made it funnier. Yeah, like she was on all fours, she couldn't. So I, I, I was entertained. I don't know if I'll watch it weekly, yeah. but. I thought it was interesting. Marisha's mom looks really funny, though. I don't know if you saw the, her at yeah, all or in the previews. In the previews. Well, yeah, both funny. I saw. Mergeau. She's obviously yeah, the comedy, the comedy, the source of, going to be the source of the comedy for a lot of the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, what? No, I, I thought it'd be funny. Was it funny? Yeah, well, what was I going to say? Oh, I have you twice now on the record saying I'm not crazy, so I'm going to count that as an official diagnosis. Just official so you know. non-diagnosis. <laughs> official non-diagnosis. Absolutely. Um, I can edit that. That is that's all for the main roster. Um, we do have the big NXT Championship match tonight between Tommaso Ciampa and Alistair Black. Well, it's I gonna have emo- it's gonna have already emojis. happened. It's gonna have already happened well, by the time. So we can go and, ahead and say it. Okay. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa is the new NXT champion. Yep. Um, I haven't. I guess at the time of recording. Well, actually, I lied. I did see the finish. Someone paid, someone recorded it the last minute of it. Um, oh, really? What happens? But, but uh, so Johnny Gargano comes out. Of course ref, he does. Of course he does. Johnny Gargano comes out, takes the belt, hits Aleister Black with the belt. So that's what I want to watch to see. Wait, like a heel what? Turn. Not like yeah. on, not like on accident. No, seemingly? like on purpose. <sighs> hits hits Aleister Black with the belt. And because... then goes to Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa moves, throws Johnny out of the ring. Johnny, uh, Tommaso Ciampa gives Aleister Black. I forgot the finishing move was. It looks like a new one. Uh, and then the ref gets up and one, two, three, and Tommaso wins. You know, in hindsight, I really wish I didn't ask what happened. Sorry. <laughs> it's my mistake. Definitely my Sorry. mistake. Wow, that sounds fucking badass. Yeah, my bad. Because um, last week in NXT, Gargano had tried to warn Aleister, and Aleister kind of shot him down and said, fuck off. And then immediately yeah. got attacked. So, and the know. crowd did boom a bit too. Who Gargano? Yeah, after it happened, dude. Yeah, he, he turned heel. You, you do you somehow not realize you just well, he just I, turned I heel? You know, how do you not know that he just you just described a heel turn? Um, I don't know if it's a heel turn. It's just same thing with Bailey a few weeks ago. I think he was frustrated, and I think all of those segments that you just talked about. There's been three or four, but or maybe not three or four, but at least two other ones. I think oh. maybe he was annoyed that Aleister Black was walking away from him. And, you know, Johnny and Tommaso had this really deep feud. So, no, I don't think things like that guarantee a heel turn. And I'll have to wait to watch the finished edited product. He has no idea. 
But no, I really don't. I don't think okay. that constitutes. When I watch it, I could be wrong. But right now, I, I don't. I, I don't think it has to be. Okay. I think he was okay. frustrated. I think that you know he ruined his life, and there's big, long, amazing feud that they've had, and he just you know. Yeah. And also, it, it looked like he wanted to hit Tommaso too afterwards. Don't forget. I think a bigger heel turn, the ultimate heel turn, would be Johnny aligning with Tommaso. That would be the ultimate. Yeah, like handing him the belt afterwards, and they and they hold up each other's arms. Yeah, yeah, right. And then like reforming DIY and like this evil heel tandem or something. Yeah. Um, I just you know you, you say that he hit him with the belt and it wasn't an accident. That I don't know. You know. Oh no, I definitely know how it sounds. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I don't, again, again, Ken, don't think you're crazy. That's the third time that I've said it. <laughs> um, and we also have. Uh, well, I don't want to put this in the show, but the entire Brooklyn card, I know. So we could talk oh, the about takeover Brooklyn card? Yeah, the, the whole card is... I mean, I think people watching now... Yeah, can pretty much figure out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely going to be awesome. Yeah. Just say that. Oh, I mean, that seems like a pretty safe <laughs> a safe call at this point. Well, no, yeah, but now that... Yeah, but the way things seem to be panning out the next few weeks, I'm very excited for it. Definitely, definitely. Um, did you... Are we... Doing a, doing a fun fact? Um, let's see. Yeah, I'll think fun too. Facts, fun facts, fun facts. Uh, Vince Russo, I was just listening to Vince Russo. Oh, um, uh, this isn't really a fun fact, but I was really surprised. I was on Muck Culture, and they do a bunch of best and worst, as you know. And um, the Impact had Slammiversary recently. Right, on Sunday. And it was called the greatest pay-per-view in North America this year, which fucking blew my mind. What? I had not heard so that. So I don't know if it's a fun fact, but uh, and then I listened to JR today. He gave it a lot of praise, so I don't know what the fuck happened, but apparently they're really up in their game, and people think that if it keeps going this direction, that Don Callis is really uh, has a vision, and it will never compete with WWE, but it had such a stink on it huh. that the show went off without a hitch. Uh, what culture gave it legitimately... Ten ups and zero downs. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Apparently, Austin Aries and um, yeah, probably shouldn't have brought it up. Cause, uh, no, it was Austin Aries and no, oh, it was uh oh uh, Moose Moose Austin Aries and Moose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which when yeah, I heard yeah. about it was like, damn, that seems like a weird main event. Very yeah, but apparently he's been doing great work. Um, I love Sue Young. I kind of want her to be on the main roster soon or under in WWE. She yeah, has like a like a witch kind of zombie gimmick, which is kind of hokey, but WWE has never Pun intended. That before. Which is really which is kind of hokey. Yeah, and she'd <laughs> be intended. a really good. Um, Damn, she'd be a really good switch for Abigail too. I think, just judging by her look. Yeah, yeah. Not Bray, not Bray Wyatt. Right. <laughs> um, I think it's too late for that, but. Um, oh, and Caitlin, Caitlin is confirmed for, for the May. I'll do a bunch of little facts, not fun facts. But Caitlin okay, cool. has been confirmed for the May Young Classic. Right, I uh, heard she that. used to wrestle in WWE, so that's a pretty semi big deal. Yeah. Um, what culture, by the way? Their article says WWE revealed team for SmackDown Tag Team Tournament. So. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that's where the tournament word exists. You mean? No, 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 no. It, it, it still, it still exists from WWE.com's initial article. I'm just saying that other outlets are also calling it a tournament. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Paige didn't say because I actually tweeted her. Wait, do you mean a tournament? But I didn't know. I don't. I'm not sure if she said it was going to be four teams. It was weird how they announced. Did you watch the video when she announced it? 
on on Twitter when she said like I'm just play, I was playing with my dogs and I had a great idea for a, a tag team tournament or, or not a, <laughs> a tag team I forget what she called it a tag team like a you know a championship something challenge a tag team championship challenge or something I'm gonna pull up the Twitter account right now real quick okay it was from like uh, over the weekend I think yeah I think they announced it on Friday or Saturday yeah uh, by the way she is looking sexy lately yeah she looks good page here um, 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 um. <laughs> oh d- i didn't want not to take it when she said i've got two words for you to ellsworth and then she said not those two words <laughs> never mind just in, in, insert such, a joke here your fave gm here it's such a beautiful sunday and you were also inquisitive you want the teams for the smackdown live tag team tournament well here they are and i'll cheers to that oh uh, okay i didn't that was that that's if you go to earlier that's not. I didn't see that tweet. Obviously, I saw. I saw mom responsibilities and got an idea for the tag team division of SmackDown Live. That's, that's it. right. I'm always working for you. That's but it. That and then, and really... then, the, but then the video. There's a vi- there was a video attached to that tweet, and she doesn't say tournament in it, in it at all. I'm listening to it right. Four teams, three weeks, two titles. Right. Oh, that's right. I almost tweeted at her four three two one like the crowded extreme rules. I get it. Huh. Um, no, I see that, but I guess because she hadn't like actually made the full announcement yet. I, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. really matter. In any case, um, yeah, they still, they shouldn't use it for this case to begin with. So yeah, you're right. Right. Um, also, one other thing I think I probably just forgot it though. Oh, um, I totally forgot that fucking going to Vegas playing Paige in this new movie. Wait, what? Zelina Vega? Yeah. That's not her in the trailers. Yes, it is. What? Yeah, because when they announced it, it was Taya Trinidad. But now her name has changed to Zelina Vega. But I feel like I, the, the girl in the, tra- you mean in the trailer... Just- you mean in the trailer with The Rock, where she's with her brother backstage and The Rock, they meet The Rock... That's Selena. Um, that's Selena Vega because I'm pretty sure it's no, definitely not. Remember, no, 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 no. Remember, I don't know if I was. Was I think I was? Was I there live for it? No, I wasn't there live for it. Remember, they filmed something on Raw when they recreated when Paige won yeah. the NXT title from AJ Lee. Oh no, maybe she plays AJ Lee. She plays AJ Lee. I'm oh, wrong. probably. I yeah. I'm sorry. My yeah. Bad. My bad. No, that's fine. AJ Lee. Uh, but wow. still, I still forgot that she's in it. Yeah. That's crazy that she's right. in it because she's holding the Divas Championship. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, well, I just saw a screenshot from the movie, and it's definitely Zelina Vega, but she's probably saying, all right. Yeah. So that's remember, a fun remember, fact for people who didn't know. Yeah, definitely. Remember when Remember when the Society put that, that butterfly title in there in the WWE? Oh, my God. Thank God Vince and company to. stepped in and corrected to. that. That's a very bad society. Why did you do this to WWE? Bad society. Goddamn, pal. Huh. Um, I think that may be all I got. Yeah, I think that about does it. All right. For Wishful Booking. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealHugeActor. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. Like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. So long, guys. Later.
Don't agree with whatever 